0: My name is Rich Perry, and I believe in you to make it happen, so let's get to it right now.
1: Hey, gang. Welcome back to 10-Minute Mentor. I'm your coach, Rich Perry, and today I'm bringing back a favorite guest of the 10-Minute Mentor podcast. Today's guest is an expert in human potential development. He's the co-author of the international number one bestseller, Bankroll Your Mind, He's also about ready to launch his brand new podcast called Wake the F Up Already. Today, he's going to be talking about conquering the fear of the unknown. And yes, I am talking about my main man, Lawrence Pipkin. Too many times we fail to act in our best interest because we fear the unknown. It keeps us stuck where we are. We sit motionless and helpless. Hoping for things to be better. Well, today Lawrence is going to help us conquer the fear of the unknown.
2: I'm doing great, Rich. It's always wonderful to be on your amazing show and being the uh, the other half of the international best-selling book, uh, "Bankroll Your Mind." So glad to be here.
1: Awesome. Well, let's get to it. Mentor us and show us how we can conquer this unknown fear
2: well basically rich i want to i want to do this by telling a few stories because uh, many times we find ourselves in the now in the present but we have worry and we have doubt about things that have gone in the past and then we have fear and lower shadow self stuff going on about the future so i want to kind of bridge that gap between the past now and the future so that the listeners can actually take control over things. And I'm going to do that through two stories. So the first story uh, goes a little something like this. There was a, uh, there was a monk and he was walking along the road and he had one of his, um, one of his disciples with him walking along, you know, and he would ask the master questions and the, the master would think about it and he would answer him. So they're going along, they're walking along in the woods and on this trail and they come to this uh, kind of a stream crossing the the path in front of them, and, and standing on one side is is a woman, and she can't get over the stream. And so the master picks her up and takes her across the stream, sets her down, and him and the younger monk continue walking. Well, they go along for a little while, and the young monk says to the master, "Well, Master, I'm confused. Why did you pick up that woman? You know that's not something that you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to have that kind of contact with with females and with somebody lower than yourself. Why would you do that? And the master continued just walking along, not saying anything. And so a mile or so goes by, and the student then speaks up again and says, "Master, why did you pick up that woman? She was of a lower." cast in everything than you, and and why did you do something like that? And the master didn't say anything, and they continued on. And a third time, the student said the same thing. And so the master finally stopped, and he looked at him, and he said, you know, I put her down as soon as we crossed the stream. Apparently, you have not, and you need to let that burden go. So that's a story about how in the past, we can be very defensive if we stay in the past. Uh, when we're in the past, we're struggling with our higher shadow self. And so we become very defensive. We become very rigid in how things should have been. And we start to doubt ourselves. And we bring that with us into the future, and, or into the, into the now. And that really can affect us now, and then it can affect the future. So now here's a little story about the future. And I've told this to Rich before, so he's familiar with it, but I think it's a great little story. So a criminal is caught doing criminal acts because that's what criminals do, and he's taken before the king for his punishment. Well, the king says to the criminal, he says, I'm going to offer you two choices for your punishment, and I offer this to everyone. One, you can hang by the neck until you're dead, or two, you can take Whatever is behind the big, dark, mysterious, scary iron door. Well, right away the uh, the criminal says, "Well, oh, I'll I'll take the I'll take the rope." And so, you know, the king nods at him and they slip the rope over his neck. And the prisoner says, "Well, hold on a second. Just just out of curiosity, what's behind the door? I mean, I'm already going to die. I've already got the rope around my neck. I just want to know." Well, the king kind of chuckles at him. He says, you know, I offer everybody the same choice, and nearly everyone chooses the rope. And what is behind the door, you ask? Freedom. But people are so afraid of what's behind the door, they would rather take the punishment that they know. So when you think about that story in a shadow sense, that's your lower self. That's saying, I have to be punished, or I can't go beyond what I see now. And that future is too frightening. It's too scary. So I am not going to go there. I am afraid of the unknown because I don't think that I can handle it, be it, do it, whatever. So in both of these situations, we have the past that is causing us to doubt ourselves and keeps us defensive about how we behaved. And then we have the future where we exhibit the fear of the unknown. So What happens with the now? If you can take that past and that future and bring them to the now, it creates a sense of compassion or a sense of understanding and gives you the opportunity to create right action. So the monk's right action was to let her down on the ground and then move on with his life, whereas the young monk wasn't able to. So he carried that burden, that heavy burden of that event all the way for those three, four, five miles. And we do that with our lives. And sometimes it's not just five miles, sometimes it's five, 10, 15 years. Now, in the other story, that fear of the future caused that individual to suffer and suffer an unknown because of a fear of an unknown. But if you can take that understanding, you can create the right action. And in that right action with compassion, you are able to actually make decisions that can create a better future for you because you're acting in the now. So um, that's, that's my little story. And uh, I'll have Rich, you jump in and tell me uh, what you think, and then I'm going to have uh, a little 10-minute challenge for people.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much, Lawrence. You know I love that second story, and it's been a while since I've heard the first story of The Two Monks. Um, I heard that years ago, completely forgot about it until you reminded me of it, and uh, I do appreciate the reminder, and I think it's a great lesson for us all to learn for the first time or the second time or to continue learning it because we can all use that reminder. So thank you, Lawrence, for the two great stories showing us how we can conquer that fear of the unknown, and I know that you have a 10-minute challenge, so break us off with it, my man.
2: All right, well, what I want to do is um, kind of teach you something in, uh, in integral theory, and it's going to be called the three-two-one process. And what this is is this is a way for you to be profoundly honest with yourself, about your shadow, about your unconscious, or your false self, and be honest about the dishonesty that exists within there, within your disowned self. So this three-two-one process is a simple and effective tool to work with your shadow or any part of you that you know you're unconsciously trying to repress or deny something. So the 321 process is a shift in perspectives. So the reason it's 321 not 123 is because we are going to dissociate from whatever it is that is causing this rift between uh, us being able to be compassionate, understanding, and create right action. So the first thing that you're going to do is the three. You're going to face it. So if there is an issue or a problem or a barrier, you're going to face it as if you're a witness. So this is a third-person experience. So I want you to be able to look at that situation objectively, not subjectively, but objectively. Face that issue and try to understand it from an outsider's perspective. And then you're going to move into the second person, and you're going to talk to it, just like it's somebody sitting across the table from you that has another idea of how you should do something than you do. Just have that conversation. And then finally, you're going to move it to the first-person perspective, and you're actually going to be that So you're going to then reassociate yourself with that experience or that barrier or that block so that you can understand it. So if you find that you're in a situation that you're incredibly angry, I want you to step to the third person. I want you to face that anger and look at it objectively and say, why am I angry? Why is that person that I'm looking at, why are they angry about this situation? See what you glean from that. Then I want you to step in and talk to that anger. Say, why am I angry with you? And talk to that anger and see what that anger has to say to you because it's going to help you bridge the understanding from the past and the future to right now so that you can have compassion because you're talking to it in the second person. You can have a better understanding. And then you move into the first person and you just be it. And when you be it, you can create right action in the situation. So there you go. The three, two, one process, face it, talk to it, be it, move on. So that now creates a better future for you without the past being the baggage that you have to drag along. There you go, Ridge.
1: Awesome. Lawrence, thank you for joining us here. I believe third time here on the 10 minute mentor show. And I guarantee it won't be your last appearance. So Lawrence, As always, thank you, my man, for our listeners. If you have any questions for Lawrence directly, make sure you jump into our Facebook group, 10-Minute Mentor Podcast Community, where Lawrence is a very active member in our group. If you have questions about any of the stories he told, how to conquer fear, or even the 10-Minute Challenge, then you can address it right there in the 10-Minute Mentor Podcast community. If you want to connect with Lawrence personally, I'd also recommend you going to lawrencepipkin.com. And also we have his social links, his website and social links are down in the show notes at the bottom. Once again, Lawrence, thanks for being here and have a great day.
0: Thanks, Rich. My pleasure and an honor. I'm proud of you for showing up today and I believe in you to make it happen. Now it's time to take action. Here are three things you can do right now to get the results you want. Number one, do the 10 minute challenge and start making a difference for yourself and your family in 10 minutes or less. Better yet, grab a friend and do the challenge together. Hold each other accountable. Friends help friends succeed. Number two, join the 10 minute mentor podcast community on Facebook and meet people just like you who are committed to success. And number three, apply to be a part of my Walk Your Talk 90-Day Accelerated Program that starts next month. You'll be working with me personally as we focus on your purpose, power, and prosperity so you can take your business and life to that next level. You deserve this. It's time to show and prove. Until next time, thanks and be excellent.